Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 69, email address shalombayis777 at gmail.com. We discussed about um, when a person is married for a while, um, they tend to um, feel that the marriage becomes somewhat routine, somewhat monotonous, and we explained that there's no reason to be alarmed by that. There's no reason to believe that there's something wrong with the marriage because that happens. That is a very, very normal thing to experience, as with everything else in life, where there are ups and downs, where there are times where we feel excited about things and times that we don't. Even in our daily lives, uh, even if in a job that we like, if we have a job that was that we like that job, there are days where you really um, work with enthusiasm and enjoyment, and then there are other days where it's just routine or by rote, and some days you just don't feel like going into work. And the same idea is, is with uh, tefillah. Even someone that's connected with tefillah and likes tefillah and is drawn to davening, there are days where he davens and it's natural and he feels connected, and then there are other days where it feels by rote, by routine, and he has to work to be mechadish himself, to renew himself. It applies to kriyashma. It applies to everything in life. And it applies to all aspects of life. It certainly applies in marriage as well. It is normal. It is, it doesn't, it's not a sign that there's anything wrong. If you have two good people in a good marriage, even a great marriage, that sometimes feel that they are going by rote or there's a routine and there's a monotony, that is a common thing. And there's no reason to be alarmed just by that fact. Nevertheless, it is important to put effort into it, just like in Tefillah, um, when you don't have that hislahavis, you don't have that bren, you don't have that drive, you push yourself to get that drive back again, you find ways to be mechadish that, whether it's in Tefillah, whether it's in Taira, whether it's in any other aspect of life, or in your job, and things like that, the same thing with a marriage, you need to find ways to refresh things, things that you decide that you're going to do together, you plan to do things differently. You think of special ways that you could do things together that you would both enjoy. Sometimes it's going out to a fancy restaurant or going away for a weekend or a few days. Um, even if it's not feasible now, and this is very important, let's say things are just too hectic and it's it's not possible now to go away or to ta- nevertheless have discussions about it anyhow and think about ways, maybe in a small way, to get away or to do things that are new or interesting with each other. Because even discussing that between yourselves will, uh, uh, the, uh, you discuss between yourselves the possibility of trying to do something different or trying to do something interesting together. Even the discussion of it, even if it's not feasible right now, can nevertheless spark real ideas that could work and it'll give you a hizchachas. Advice um, that you give for people who have um, difficulty, uh, you know, affording it. People have this impression that in order to go on a vacation, you have to go all out. You take off a week or two full weeks uh, of work and you go to some exotic place, um, you know, in, in one of these uh, remote beaches or 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 traveling Europe all over the place, or safari in, in Africa, or whatever the case may be. But you need to know that even if it's not affordable, 
uh, that type of thing, you still have the ability to do things and to um, have these affordable mini vacations that may be uh, possible. I know it's not, it's hard sometimes, especially if you have f- small kids. It's a tircha to get them parceled out to relatives or to friends um, to get, you know, to, to, so that you could go alone with your wife and with your husband, but it's worth an effort. If possible, it could be, should be done from time to time. And these days you have hotels um, that are very cheap. You know, you have, um, even in um, pre-COVID um, world, or hopefully, God willing, post-COVID world, um, you have things like Priceline, you have other things where you could get hotels with relatively cheap rates and um, things like that. And you could find for relatively inexpensive uh, uh, areas where you could go to to areas that have, uh, you know, a nice kosher restaurant nearby over there. Um, If it's in the spring, you could go and look at state parks. And if you like, enjoy walking and hiking. There's many places that you could go for that, that it wouldn't be so costly to go on these small vacations. And uh, it's definitely worthwhile. Every effort that you make to try to do that, to try to find ways to do things together and make things interesting for each other, that's definitely worthwhile. So that's one site I wanted to bring here, that it's important not to be alarmed if there's monotony, and but nevertheless, do your best to try to spark it again and try to find, renew your relationship again. And you could do this, and trust me, it works. It does work. And it doesn't make a difference how long you were married for. doesn't make a difference, um, you know, how much money you have. Even if you're financially tight, there are ways to go about it, to find ways to, to, to uh, do things that, uh, together. If both of you like bowling, bowling is not, in, not, not expensive, generally speaking, or whatever, just different things that you could think of to do together. It's very important. So that's one year side. Another year side is that also in marriage, besides not to be alarmed by monotony, and you just have to work on throw, putting that spark back, it's also important to know about bumps in the road. Every marriage will have bumps in the road, and every marriage at times will feel restrictive uh, because sometimes you feel that you're losing out on things, you know, especially if uh, you feel more confined because now you have to tell your wife or your husband what you're doing or where you're going, and you're held more accountable because you have some, someone with you that you're living with that you have to answer to. And people could find that restricting. But you need to realize, number one, being married is doing the Ratzon Hashem. Your mom is doing the Ratzon Hashem, what Hashem wants, from the very fact that you are married, even if there are these inherent limitations. But even these limitations, and I'm putting them in quotes, okay? These limitations lead to true freedom. Why is that so? Number one is whether you can admit it or not, or you don't admit it yet, these limitations are for your own benefit. It's for your own good, not just in the next world to get Eidolom Abba, but in this world, in Eidolom Azeh. It's easier for you, to, for you to do the right thing and the more healthy thing when you have somebody um, next to you that's holding you accountable. And you're being saved from the Yetzirah in many, many ways. We see in the Gemara that even Rav Chia, 
who was known, he had a difficult wife, but he looked at her good points and he said that it is enough for me that she raises our children and saves us from sin. He realized that to be vulnerable to sin is much worse than having a wife that sometimes could be difficult. Now again, a disclaimer, difficult here does not mean abuse, whether physical abuse or mental abuse, um, that can harm your health. That's a separate story. That's a separate partial. We're not talking about that. Difficult, we mean that just the personality is difficult and it's not always easy. And, you know, if there's a real issue of abuse, you have to ask advice. But we're talking here about non-abusive people that are just have different, tougher, some have tougher personalities, some have softer personalities. And are, it's, it's important after a while, you need to accept the basic personality of your spouse, even if it's different than yours. But you also have a real realistic hope that things can improve and you can be happily married. You need some effort and betachen. Hashem wants you to be married and Hashem wants you to be married to this particular person. And even the bumps in the road are there for us to learn lessons from. It's not there to, um, to get us discouraged, but to work together to resolve those bumps and those differences. It happens in every single marriage. People sometimes feel isolated because um, you see, uh, you know, these days, from what I hear, I, I don't have Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Others do. And people put up a nice, um, shiny look there sometimes. Sometimes married couples have that together. Or, or, and they see like everything's wonderful and they're going all these places and they're, you know, and, 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 you know, you think you feel isolated and your marriage seems monotonous or dreary or, or with problems. Every marriage has problems. And the key is, is not to, um, get discouraged by it, but to work with it, work through it. And ultimately Hashem will help that your marriage will get better. But again, again, these two Yesidas that I'm bringing up in this particular shear here is very, very important. Number one, the fact that sometimes things get remote or routine or monotonous or there are days where you don't feel excited about your wife or your husband is normal. But the avoider then is, is to create that spark, to try to figure out ways to renew, to be mechadish yourself. And that feeling will ultimately come back and even stronger than before. Maintain the friendship, maintain the connection. If it's physically, if it's shayich financially, and with the kids and all that, to be able to figure out ways that you both alone could go on vacations, to go away, um, even if it's just for a few days, it's definitely well worth it. It is well worth it to try to do that. Um, I know when we had younger kids, it was, it, was, it was harder. Sometimes we had to take the baby with us. It was still a worthwhile vacation. And the older ones, we were able to parcel out um, to the different relatives and, and, um, and, um, and friends. And if it's shayach to do that, it's kedai to do that. It's kedai to do that and find ways, plan in advance what you would both enjoy or decide what to do and do things together. That's number one. And number two also is not to be alarmed about bumps in the road or the fact that you feel somewhat limited. It's all for our benefit, and it could, it could bring tremendous happiness, tremendous happiness, tremendous growth, not just the Neulam Abba 
Ve'yishlemus, but in Olam Hazem Mamish, in this world. And that's the thing we need to know. In this physical world, the limitations sometimes is necessary to give us the truest joy and to be the most healthy. Um, people who uh, overeat n- know this. They know this, that by not overeating and limiting that, they feel a lot better about themselves and they feel healthier. So that limitation is actually a freedom. Marriage works the same way. Have a wonderful day.